everyone, and welcome to Soccer Rangers Podcast, where we talk about conventions, cosplay, nerdum in general, since there isn't much of that going on right now. But hey, guess what, guys? What? It's a week till Christmas, <gasps> but I'm not but I'm not by myself. Oh. My name is John. I'm the Silver Ranger. I Say hi. <laughs> Amy. Is it too early to start talking lot. about... Is it too early to start talking New Year's resolutions? Cause... No. Yes, it is. <laughs> As we climb through the mountains of frost of uh, Norverin towards the north, something comes across our shoulders. Winter is here. Christmas is coming. I mean, literally, it's a week away. I like how only I get to introduce myself. <laughs> well, anyway, it's a week away, and I think Christmas, this well, the holiday season in general, this time of year, I think we all need. Pretty much. We all need it with everything going on right now. Being together with family, if you can, you know, all that safe stuff. But, um... I'm getting sidetracked. Christmas. Christmas. One thing I that's always fun to do is talk about all this fun Christmas crap you get to do with your family or stuff you just enjoy. Music, all that things, right? Yeah. I always go to my house and I'm like, Dad, where's the Christmas crap? We better start doing some Christmas crap right now. <laughs> so it's like that. my box of lights for the house, uh -huh. it's Christmas crap is written on the the front of it so we know where it is <laughs> and it's just all of our christmas lights <laughs> yeah it's a crap for christmas yeah exactly christmas just crap. like your halloween crap halloween crap all that stuff john what's your tradition my tradition well we have our family that's always a good thing we would usually go to a uh we would go to the uh church for oh for 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 mass. Yes, we would go to the mass for Christmas. Uh, yeah. For the Christmas Eve service of the lighting. That's always been a big thing. We would come home. We'd usually have a late dinner, or hors d'oeuvres, depending on the uh, the thing. Or d'oeuvres. Uh, oh, no. You go to when I was younger. Or of doors. We would put out. When I was younger, we put out cookies for Santa with carrots for the reindeer. You still don't do that. I mean, my nephew does that now, and that's even better. Because I get to watch. Because I get to watch his excitement about it. Do you eat the cookies? Be honest. I do take a bite for him. <laughs> and then what I do is I leave little cotton balls for him, saying that that's Santa's beard. Aw. One time, yeah. real quick. Sorry for this interlude. We made no, no. sugar cookies for Santa, mm. and my dad took the sprinkles individually and arranged them into a Santa face, and then wrote out "thank you" in sprinkles. Oh, that that's awesome. That must have taken him so long. But yeah, and of course, when you're a kid, you get up like super early because you want to see what's under that tree, right? Right. Of course. And then the rest of the day, you just spend the day in your PJs, just enjoying everybody, watching movies, listening to music, all that fun stuff. Isn't that stuff. what you do on your days off anyway? But now, that's our tradition. And what's cool is I get to pass on that tradition to my nephew, which I think is uh, really special. Because seeing seeing kids with their Chris, Christmas through their eyes is always an amazing thing to see. Just how excited they are. Because it's just a happy time. Just innocence. Just new innocence yeah. and everything. New innocence. When did you guys figure out Santa wasn't real? You know, there's always that part of you that knows Santa isn't real, but you believe in that magic. No, yeah. The fuck you talking about, boy? I think that's it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe was 12. Um, maybe 11. It's the magic of the season. Tyler, you are the Black Ranger. When do I you... am! <laughs> yes, oh, I am. No. What's up? What's when up, I feel baby? like there's a racist joke just lying What's underneath up, the girl? surface here. What's up, baby girl? What's up? Oh, no. You. Tyler, I thought Rob was the Black Ranger. What's up, baby girl? What's the up? The baby girl ranger. Um, when did you discover Santa didn't exist? I honestly cannot remember. It was uh -huh. just like, it was, it's like maybe by degree is mm -hmm. like a little bit here a little bit there and then one day you just go of course it all makes sense why it was not some crazy stark secret it was just sort of like oh yeah that's right yeah, yeah. but it's part of the magic it's part of the magic maybe yeah. some i i don't know maybe that's also a thing is like i think 
is that what everyone has is they uh, just don't know until one day they do uh, or is it like a, a little bit of a little bit of B where some kids are uh, don't know and then they find out and it's just completely changed the world or it's just a natural progression of like you pick up here you pick up hints there and you go oh it makes sense now it, it's the I think more it's, logical one to me it was more of a progression it wasn't like a groundbreaking yeah no yeah. kind of situation it was just you know but you you time. hear you hear that you hear i hear stories of like kids that it's like it kids with older breaks siblings. the world yeah mm -hmm. then they forget how to trust like they they feel like their trust was betrayed is that a thing is that some kids like <laughs> no like a lot of kids believe in santa and then they find out their parents lied to them and mm. they're like it is not a good thing for that yeah but it's it the idea of what santa represents is yeah the yeah hi i'm cole on the green ranger and i just wanted to actually way. get that in there finally <laughs> cole you're the green yes. ranger when did you figure out yeah. that first off i thought i thought Robert also was the we should have put a disclaimer at the head of this for the kids that listen to I this actually, podcast no kids listen spoilers. to spoilers i say the fuck word <laughs> There's kids listening. By the way, I thought, I thought it's not. You don't say fuck you. You say go host a panel. Go host a Christmas cosplay themed panel. Oh god, that'd be great. <laughs> Dark Souls panel coming up. No, but in, anyway, but <laughs> Christmas themed. Dark Souls is Dark yeah, Souls is. a Christmas game? Yeah, of course it is. Chestnuts. There's a whole Christmas area. He roasts chestnuts on an open fire. There's a whole There's a whole Christmas area in Sword Art Online. Ready to talk. Yeah, but but that's Sword Art Online. It's his birthday. Yeah, the perfect anime. But yeah, um, first off, I thought it was Robert mm. was the Black Ranger because last week he was the Black Ranger. Uh... We're not switching. <laughs> no, I know. I'm not saying we're not. The spandex only fits certain people. Do you want the, the pink spandex skirted spandex? I'd look fine in that. I'd just be a little bit expensive. Yes, he does. Rob, do you want Tyler's size small spandex black dealio? I think not. Yeah, no, I, I barely am contained inside of mine, so, yeah. So. Black is very slimming. It's very mm -hmm. slimming. You don't and I would go slimmed. and bust right through in at least three places on your costume. I don't know, spandex is supposed to stretch. I'm yeah, a large, My pectorals, my ass, and things I can't talk about if kids are listening. There's, I already ruined Christmas if kids are listening. Your jingle bells. Just yes. a disclaimer in the name of the podcast. I'm, like, there, there, there ain't gonna be one. I, we, this is this is always even if we don't go and use any cursing, which has actually happened more than a few times. I always list this as mature on yeah. there. If somebody is making <laughs> the choice to go though. in there, but in any case, going back <laughs> to what I was what I, to my actual topic. Yes, sorry, uh, cool. That's fine. <laughs> um, I think I figured it out when I was like eleven. I think. Um, or I kind or well, not, well, well okay, maybe not figured it out. It was just more of like, okay, I'm done, that type of thing. Mm. Uh, you were over it. <laughs> You're like, but, I'm checking out. I, 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 get Santa. I get where Cole's coming from, because for me, it was one of those things where it's just like, and I, I don't know. I actually think that you know the lie that is Santa is actually a really good thing oh, totally. in the long run because i don't know it, amy you brought up an interesting one with parents on there i i've actually seen more the betrayal coming from like siblings or other kids that go and ruin it for somebody not the ruining just the fact that you don't think your parents will ever lie to you and then your parents have been lying to you for okay years. It's well, hard to go. Kids. Well, and, and I think that's actually something that is good, though. I, I think that there is. It's a lie that comes from a good place. But a white lie. A white Christmas, Christmas lie. lie. Oh, I hate it. There, there is it. one <laughs> thing that I just want to like, point out with that you know, as well. Is that. Yeah, yeah. The betray. Oh, my parents betrayed me thing. I think that's more along the lines of someone who finds out about it way too bloody early, and they find it in a bad out. They figure it out in a bad way. Uh, I, I think there's a because like that. with myself, I'm mm -hmm. like, 
I kind of figured it out. I kind of put the clues together. I'm like, okay, yeah, I think I figured this out. Like, A2, mama, A2. No, but I mean, there, there's so many things that go along with it. Because, yeah, it is, there's a certain point where it is going and teaching kids that there are going to be moments that aren't always going to be honest. They're not always going to be truthful. There's also, I think, something that, unfortunately, is kind of lacking from a lot of kids' experience these days. And that's, I, I hate to say, the larger prospect when it comes to problem solving. Because mm. unless parents are really going out of their way to go unmask this, which I've never known anybody to have that experience on there, I, I think that there is something. Because like what Cole said there, you know, I can't say that, you know, I had, you know, come to the conclusion. I don't know. Even saying conclusion on there doesn't sound right. I hadn't had the moment where it's just like, okay, it all was just, you know, yeah, Santa doesn't exist. I, I can't say I ever had this formative moment where it's just like, oh, I got here. It was more just years of logic and questioning. And then at one point, it's just like, yeah, no, I... I you can't suspend your disbelief any longer. Well, well that's, it's not even that, because it's like, I, it had been gone for a while. It's just not actually going and forming, you know, that sentence either in the mouth or in the head of, you know... Oh. Yeah, you just well, yeah, you wake up exist. one day and yeah. that's just the fact, and you're like, I don't know how I got here. That's just how it is now. Yeah, it that's just how it's always up. been. Yeah, no, it like I, I remember a moment. Yeah, well, that's just it. I, I remember a moment in the fourth grade, vocalizing it for the first time. But it's like, it's not like that was the moment that I just figured it out. It was just having a conversation with yeah. another kid, and it's like that was the first time that I said that. It's like, it's not that that was the moment. It's just. Yeah, that was, like, the first time that I, like, acknowledged yeah. it. Even though it had been something that had been pre-established for a long time. Wow. I would to be like honest, to see... Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, actually, it was kind of a... It, it was a weird moment, because it was also... It, I, I won't go and say it was... I don't know. How, how do I put that? Has, not a coming-of-age moment? Well, no, it, it, but it was a, a satisfactory... from innocence? Not, not even that. It was just satisfactory, because it was, was like... Like, it was the... Yes, I have come to this conclusion has been validated just from the conversation with the other kid. God help me, I can't remember on who the hell I was talking to. I can't remember the kid's name or anything like that, but Was it John the Silver Ranger? No, no, no. I I didn't meet him until high school. <laughs> but I, to go on And you did not believe in Santa in high school, just to clarify. Well, I mean, you know, it depends who you ask. Now, here's another thing. <laughs> we be You believe in the magic, and you believe in the principle. Well, and, and you see, that's the thing for me, is that I... I there's been that one time where I have made that point outside of this podcast of not believing that Santa exists. You don't exist outside of this podcast. It's true. I am just a figment of your auditory hallucination. Shared. Shared. Anyway. Shared. I... Yeah, but it, it's one of those things where I do, I love the myth. I love the lie. It's something that just is able to carry on. And it's one of those societal things that just everybody goes along with. And everybody understands that there it comes from a good place. That it is, mm -hmm. it's both a good thing, it's charming, but it's also something that can be formative. And it's like, I, I do believe that it is ultimately all for the good on there. So, yeah, you better fucking believe that I still believe in Santa Claus. Just not the way you yeah. think. Right. Yeah, not in that purest sense. But I, I, I do have one other question, though. Now, this is something that's uh -huh. within my own family. My uncle's wife. You can show our relationship just by that title. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, they never... They always, they never said Santa was real for their two kids. Ever. They always said, doesn't exist. Motherfuckers. Now, I, I, I never really figured out, because the reason I found out about this is because my mother, when I was younger, went up to my cousin, my little cousin, and asked him, why did Santa bring you for Christmas? His response mm -hmm. was, Santa doesn't exist. 
Mom, mom and dad buy. Mom so and he dad got buy, less presents. Mom and dad, mom and dad bring my. Uh, mom and dad buy bought our gifts. Oh, by the way, and he know, was like five. Did that? Yeah, I have a cousin who did that in a really good way because she didn't want to lie to her kid, especially because she's a religious um, family, and a lot of, I think, a lot of kids have trouble. They believe Santa's just a feeling and then find out it's not real and it makes them have trouble with religion later. Uh, not to do too much talk about that on the podcast, but um, mm-hmm. so she talked about it with her and she said, Santa is not a physical person who comes into our house. He is the spirit of giving. He is this. So don't ruin it for the other kids. Um, and there will be presents under the tree from Santa, but it's, it's a story and it's a spirit and it's the spirit of giving is Santa. So, I mean, if you're really anti-Santa, I think that's the way to do it so that Mm -hmm. your kid's not going around ruining it for everyone else. Yeah, no, because that's... Explaining that Santa's a concept. To a (laughs) five-year-old. I mean, kids get it. Kids are so much smarter than we give them credit for, guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, kids naturally want to learn. You know, what? something, whether it's kids or, honestly, animals... You, you wonder why kids Kids push... are animals. Rob well, no, obviously get... has no children because he just put them in the same category. Well, no, no. Here, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Because there is a difference. But ultimately, something that you go and learn, you know, with whether it's babies or whether or not it's, you know, small animals on there, everything pushes the limits. And it's not that they're trying to piss you off. It's not that they're trying to go and push too far. It's all learning. It's exploration. You know, I brought up before that there was a certain satisfaction of putting it all together and, you know, coming to that conclusion yourself and that sense of validation that came along with, you know, coming to this realization that, you know, Santa doesn't exist. It's like, that's not to say that there is anything wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with going and wanting to learn and push more and figure things out. I actually really hate when I go and see this might be a bit of a controversial statement here, but I find it really frustrating when I see parents not encouraging kids to figure out how to learn, how to think and just go out looking for the answers or just give them all the answers, all the responses, try to go and coach through things. It doesn't it doesn't go and build to great growth in the long run. And once again, that's something I like about the myth. That's something I like about the lie, so to speak, that is Santa Claus. It yeah. encourages I mean, growth in a different way and over a very long period of time. But like I said, it's, I think, a formative thing. It's a good thing. And for me as well, when I think about it, um, and of course Amy had mentioned, like, oh, then... It teaches their, it's, it, in some cases, it was like, oh, I don't want to lie to my kids about this because it, it's because I don't, like, because of this religious reason or they, or their kids are, like, betrayed because they've been lied to. In my personal opinion, healthy lying, like, in a good, like, in some certain cases, is an, is an important thing. Like... Mm-hmm. You can't always say the right thing, or the the truth the truth in front of people. You can't always just say the real thing. Oh, but and I'm saying this in 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 weird regards. I'm not saying that it's like, oh, lie about everything. It's perfectly fine. I'm like, no, it was like, like constructive lying. Like constructive lying is what I mean by that. In in a weird. You guys know what I mean? Kind of going to go with this. Hey, I I know where you're coming from. Not saying I, the truth when it's not helpful. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, if I say I feel like I look like shit today, and you're like, yeah, you do. Well, that's not well, helpful. Unless you know it's the I type mean? of relationship you have, and you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not looking very pretty either. Fuck you. Like, that's the type of thing. Like, that, that's the type of back play that, that goes with it. But, obviously, it's not always that type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say, I, I don't know on how long we should belabor these points here, but I will say, there is a great movie. It's one of my favorites of all time. It stars Reese Witherspoon of all people, who I can't say I really get as an actress, but love this particular film. Um, it's called The Good Lie. 
And I really don't want to say anything more about it than just the name of it. But if Cole's point of direction there is something that interests you and you're looking for a uplifting movie about real people, watch The Good Life. It is absolutely fantastic and I think goes and makes the point of what Cole is trying to say there in a great way. A follow-up movie that I think makes the same point. Um, mm -hmm. But it is a... And it is a little more of a religious targeting movie. Um, you don't have to view it that way. Is the invention of wine? Mm. That's what I was gonna bring up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say, and then the other one is Adventure in the Line, which is yeah. a comedy. It's, it's a dark <laughs> comedy, but it does kind of. Yeah, I figured it out. Um, Wait, did you? Are you are you saying it's not a comedy? It's a comedy. Um, yeah, Ricky it's Gervais. A, I know, Ricky Gervais is frustrating for me sometimes. Except oh. when he narrates that little, the movie with the birds, the bird documentary, <laughs> when he nicknames the birds, and it's about the bird married mating dance in paradise, birds of paradise, birds of paradise <laughs> movie on documentary on Netflix. Isn't that on Disney? Uh, Disney Plus? Disney, Disney. It's got like some nice jazz intro to it too, he doesn't it? He nicknames all the birds, oh my god. Side yeah, it's a Birds of Paradise, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so, segue. One time Speaking I found... Speaking of... Oh. Is that what you want for Christmas, is a segue? <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, <laughs> let's get Amy a segue. <laughs> so, Pink segue. Another, another fun thing about Christmas I think we all enjoy is movies. Lots and lots of holiday movies popping up on TV, popping up on your streaming services... Heck, even popping up on YouTube, believe it or not. Um, I'm sure we've all seen our fair share of Christmas movies this season. My my parents Maybe watch Hallmark or fucking films. Uh, what are some of your guys' favorite Christmas movies? My parents mm, watch Hallmark films starting of. in like fucking August. It pisses me off. Oh my god. <laughs> That's dedication. They're, they're bored. Jim Carrey is the Grinch. That one? That one? Who said to that one? Did this one? Can I... One movie mm -hmm. that I always remembered watching with my folks, and I'll still watch it on Christmas Eve with them, and the holiday season, we always do this, is called It's a Wonderful Life. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. That classic one. And it's... It is a... It is a... Christ, it's a religious movie, but it's it has a great... Uh, it has a great moral to it, which is something that... It was always a good movie. It's like, be thankful for what you have. Don't spoil it. Tyler's never seen it. Oh, okay. I've never no seen spoilers. It. Yeah, Tyler's no. But I know it. a lot about it already. Yeah, That's it's, a, it's an experience. It's it's definitely an experience. It's a good movie. It's got good acting. The black and white version is the best. Oh, I didn't know was there just, was a not black and white version. There was one remake. Yeah. Well, it it. They, they colorized the film in the 1970s, but yeah, I mean, the black and white is the way to go and see it. Mm -hmm. it it's, it's a weird thing. Frank Capra, just as a director, is one of the most fascinating people Hollywood has ever had. He was not liked. He was hated by a lot of the Hollywood elite. And mm -hmm. they tried to go and bury this film and, you know, half of James Stewart's other starring roles. Oh, uh, James Stewart. Yeah, I want to do a James Stewart impression so bad. I want to do it. <laughs> oh, gee, shucks, guys. It's me, George. What's George? Oh, gee. Oh, God. Mary, oh, Mary don't you day. remember me? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> one day. But yeah, one day. that's... Yeah. That was always the movie we'd always watch on uh, Christmas Eve. And Tyler, you should watch it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's on my list. Yes. Watch it and tell me what you think. We were going to watch it earlier this week, but we watched White Christmas instead because Tyler had also never seen that one. That's another good one. I was um, in White Christmas at a local theater mm -hmm. a few, really? like, many years ago, actually, at this point. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of old now, but um, yeah, it was really fun. I got to tap dance. It's awesome. No, I watched White Christmas, and I thought there's not a whole lot of Christmas in it until like the very end, but then I mm -hmm. thought... How much of the idea of a commercialized Christmas that we have nowadays is developed post that movie? Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. That's, it, that's a 
mm-hmm. because they I, weren't shopping it wasn't Christmassy. <laughs> yeah but like yeah that's the thing is you think of like what is christmas to people nowadays versus what it was in the past of mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I i could spend hours going and talking about uh what what went on during fdr's administration and Thanksgiving and all that stuff because oh, uh, yes. it it definitely has changed since the 1940s and become something very different as a result mm-hmm. and i don't think in a bad way on there uh i, I i'm i'm gonna, Yay, commercialism. gonna go and take off the nice christmas hat right now and go and put on the piracy hat uh go and talk about that <laughs> for a moment here um take it away rob yeah because I, I will go and say i i live and breathe christmas i I, I, I just watch way too much shit. I watch all of the Christmas specials from various different television shows. I watch a ton of movies. Are you a Hallmark? It's a Wonderful Life, White Christmas. I am not a Hallmark guy. Though I will go and say I find it really funny. Uh, there's a comedian uh, that I was watching many years ago that attempted to go and make a bad Hallmark movie. And no joke, they made this 16-minute short film about a woman who owned a shop that made nothing but one type of Christmas cookie that refused to go and sell to a greedy land developer uh, and falls in love with a maintenance worker. And the following year, Hallmark made that into a almost two-hour-long movie. (laughs) Why does that not surprise me? And I find this part really funny. Without demanding anything, just making a comment on his podcast that he was doing at the time, he made a comment about how, you know, honestly, I'm flattered by the fact they decided to go and take the idea. I would just like some credit. So when it premiered, it did not go and have anything uh, referencing him in there. But after that, the following year, his wife was watching it. It was just like, your name's in there. (laughs) Like, what do you mean? (laughs) One of the buildings they had redone digitally on there, and it's a thank you to him (laughs) is what's on the movie marquee. It's like, that is hilarious. So not only (laughs) did they steal this idea, but they acknowledged it after he legally went and uh, released them of any liability afterwards for stealing The funny thing with those Hallmark films is that I was talking with my mother about it. And she was like, mm-hmm. I, and and the joke was, was like, oh yeah, every single one of them has a love interest. Every single one of them, you either go, uh, you go get, you either get trapped somewhere in the snow because of a snowstorm, or you're going somewhere, you go walking mm-hmm. in the snow for like with uh, as a love scene, or you go, or you go skating, or you're watching somebody ice skate, or. <laughs> <laughs> a, a coworker of mine introduced me earlier this year. There is a Hallmark movie yeah, drinking game. Yeah, there are multiple of them out there. There are ones specifically designed to get you shit-faced, and then there's the ones where you really have to work at it. I was going to say, the most recent thing I saw was they just had a bunch of like the uh, art for each single one lined up next to each other, and it's just every guy was in green and every girl was in red, and they're always just in the same... Yeah. kind of general position and it's just like these look like all the same picture for the hallmark thing then they're just in a different position just slightly shaped different but still like overall exactly the same i was like wow that's that's hallmark for you there you, you go damn straight yeah definitely um but i i do have Sorry. to go back to um but when i said when i was taking off my christmas hat and putting on the pirate hat um, kind of rolling back to different points of view when it goes and comes to Christmas. I will go and say uh, a couple of years ago, I think it was about two years ago. I could be completely off. It might have just been last year. Who knows? 2020. It's been three years in one, and yet it's gone by in the blink of an eye. Uh, I think two years ago, uh, a film came out that Netflix picked up the streaming rights to uh, called The Christmas Chronicles. Which I hated the, yeah, I I hated the name, but I absolutely adored the movie, and it's become. He does a cool song. I I, when we got to that, I was just like, 
Okay, now it actually is a new Christmas classic. There has not been one in a long time. This was great. Um, but yeah, I, I love that one a lot. And I will admit, I have recently canceled Netflix. I'm not going to get into my reasoning why. But uh, I, I recently canceled it. Of course, right before it's announced that you know the Christmas Chronicles 2 is going to be coming out and all that stuff. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's already out. I'll stream it I for know. you on Discord if you want. We can watch it together. Yeah, uh, don't get me wrong. Yeah. I would be up for that again. Uh, I will fully admit that uh, I have, uh, through means that I will not go and describe in any detail here, already seen the movies by not having one of those. And I will go and say, <laughs> the sequel, I think, m much like the first one, was a really cute twist on a kind of played out formula for those kind of films, but doing it in a way that really feels fresh and organic to the world that they create the second one i actually think is an even better movie and really just kind of captures the modern take and whatnot and balances it or balances it in a really good way i think really for all audiences no matter what uh stride of life you're in i really enjoyed the sequel and i look forward to the eventual blu-ray release so i can go and buy it and legally own it <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> don't think it's going to be a Christmas classic. I feel like there's a lot about it that's going to be dated in like two years. I, I think the that there's some... They had mm -hmm. the children talk. They used a yeah. lot of really contemporary slang to excess. Mm -hmm. To make yeah. it like, these are cool kids, they're relatable. It's like, it's not going to age well, like Sonic Flossing. <laughs> you see, I think you're right with that particular part. I don't know. I just feel like if you're approaching this from the perspective of what kids are like in a moment, there's almost a certain point of where that comes back around. You know, look at a Christmas story. You know, it's set back in the 1950s. It falls into all of those tropes. And even though it was made long after that time period, it eventually becomes fresh again just because it's a throwback to, even to a time that you might not mm -hmm. have lived through. Oh, it feels like a period piece, basically. Well, that's that's just it. And that's the way that a lot of these films feel as you go through it. I mean, I always go back to my favorite Christmas movie. Uh, isn't even the best version of the story, but it's The Muppet Fuck, Christmas you Carol. you stole mine. Five motherfucking oh, that's such a good one. You stole mine, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Settle down, Cole. It, it's what I go back to every year. Yeah, I know. I like, watched it for the first time last year. It's, it's a so good one. Yeah. yeah, Amy hasn't seen any Muppet movies. Yeah. Well, now I have, because Tyler found that unacceptable. Well, yeah, like, we still have the Tyler, much respect. The, <laughs> the Muppets are great. you start at the beginning, Tyler? We gotta, and there's just... We gotta go back to, like, the original first Muppets the movie. Which we I was... Still, it, I was I, <laughs> we've watched on, on spot. Pirates and the Christmas. Okay. Uh, so both of Rob's hats. It's actually kind of funny, because <laughs> at the beginning, uh, um, I on Spotify, they do have a couple of Muppet songs on there, mostly Christmas ones. But oh, they, they have the song, We're Doing a Sequel. <laughs> uh, which is from the newest, which is uh, most from the Most Wanted film. Mm. And uh, yeah. they were talking, Professor Honeydew is just like, if, if just to be technical, this is our seventh uh, sequel to our original motion picture. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, they got they got movies. Yeah, they got a lot. I, I I'm, I'm gonna go and keep my opinions on the Muppets Most Wanted uh, out it's of this podcast. Good, I understand, but no, no, Rob I, has okay an opinion based podcast. Also, Rob, I think I'm gonna keep my opinions out of this book. Just because we're talking about <laughs> Christmas yeah, this time around, Christmas. I'm not gonna go. I'm not going to go into the meddling that was done with the creative Christmas. team behind it. The change in the name that was done very late in the game, despite the opening number to the film being the name of the film as it was originally designed. Because it's the Muppets again. Yes, the Muppets again. <laughs> I don't know. I thought Muppets on Broadway was also just a rehash of the first movie. Yeah, I'm not going to go and argue that one. I, mm -hmm. It's not to say that all of them are great. Just the Muppets Most Wanted was... It, it what just... is your favorite Christmas story version? Hmm? Of Christmas Carol? Christmas Carol. Is it the is it the original one? 
there's what is the original? The original is a fucking book. <laughs> well, no, in movie, we're talking about movies though. Yeah, yes, yeah. the original is. Isn't it even a, a novella, not even a book? It's a um, fucking pamphlet. It's probably. I yeah. have yeah, sure. two yeah. versions of that. The first, the original, because the original was by. Oh, when was that? Is it the black and white? Was there a black and white mm-hmm. one? Oh, yeah, there was a black and white one. People? Yes. Well, I mean, it's it's been done a lot of times, going back to 1908. <laughs> I saw it as a play. It was really nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. It was it like is one of those the... theater plays where everyone wears black and pretends to be furniture because there's no set. But they mm. actually did a good job. Wow. Okay. Um, it is. It is like the classic Christmas story. Like everyone knows mm-hmm. it. It's like don't, don't be know. a dick and pay your employees. <laughs> oh, actually, I stand corrected. The first film adaptation was done in 1901. Wow. Yeah, the original one was it's really yeah. movies back then. Yeah, no, it was short British film, 18 minutes, and it is still surviving to this date, apparently. I like this cool. Scrooge McDuck version. Uh, yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah. This is one of the two of my two favorite versions. Is the Scrooge, Mc, the original Disney version. <laughs> mm, sorry, I have to Cole. admit, my fa- yeah, one Disney of my favorite one? things about that film is actually the end, the opening sequence, like the, all the mm-hmm. drawings that they kind of have. It's really cool. Yeah, I don't remember mm-hmm. it that well. I used to watch it every single Christmas. Yeah, I watched no. the Rankin Bass every single year. Yeah, actually, I didn't last year, and I, I feel empty about it. So I'm gonna have to watch them all twice this year. I at least Another. I dig it. I at least do a year without a Santa Claus and Santa Claus is coming to town. Those are my favorites. Gotta, <laughs> Those are good. Gotta get down with the heat miser and the snow miser. Yeah. <laughs> that song. Um, too much. Like uh, what? what else? Um, there's lots of Christmas. There's so many Christmas One, movies. One another favorite old time movie we watch is uh, Miracle in Thirteenth Street. Thirty Fourth Street. 34. 34. Yeah, it's like it's Nightmare on L. No, what's 13? No, that's uh, Friday the 13th. Nightmare Before Nightmare Christmas on, on 34th Elm Street. Yep. The one where it's uh, is he a real Santa Claus? Well, you just gotta decide that for yourself. Now, <laughs> all it's all about the magic of it. Yeah, no, I, I have to go and make sure that we're speaking the same one here. You're, you're talking about the George Seaton 1947 one. Yes. Not the one with uh, uh, what was what, what what was what was the girl that was in like every early nineties? Whatever her name Meg was. Ryan. Oh no. No, um, Mara Wilson. There we go. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the original one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That actually Wilson. made sense to the era about department stores and stuff like that. Yeah. No. No. It's definitely a breakdown. Where, yeah. Okay. So you're where every. During that era, you every department store, if you had the best Santa Claus, you were going to get the best business because the kids wanted to meet Santa Claus. By the mm-hmm. way, do you want to hear something? Yeah, really no, you, 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 we're talking the same one. Uh, do you know how old Mara Wilson I've is now? I've never seen that one beginning to end. Oh, By God. the way, do you know how old Mara Wilson is now? How old is she? <laughs> She's 33 now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's only three, year old, three years older than me. Rob, you're not that much older than me. Yeah, yeah I know, but then I look at her and I'm just like, fuck, I'm an old man. I don't know. You're the same age as my sister. I know, and your sister's hot. There you go. Not said. Just like me. Pregnant. Hmm? Very excited for her. Mm-hmm. There you I mean, go. You can be hot and pregnant, I guess. Yeah. Some people, that's their kink. We're not getting into that. If you're the same age, why aren't you pregnant? You're just um, pizza rolls and sugar cookies. I'm going to say something controversial in 2020, but I don't think I can. <laughs> so I have a question. Anything is possible if you believe. So, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I believe in the magic of Santa Claus and all that, but... I mean, this thing is full of pizza... This thing is full of pizza rolls. <laughs> Excuse me. If Arnold Schwarzenegger can be in Jingle All the Way and oh, also no. get pregnant, then so can you. What you know, Christmas this is a fair not, point. What is Christmas if not a celebration of impossible, improbable, unexpected pregnancies? <laughs> yep. That's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> I have a question. 
Nothing more truer than is Christmas. I speak of the truth. Oh, goodness. Yeah, I, 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 like I can really talk. I mean, I'm so full of holly jolly cheer and all that stuff. I, I am no doubt going to end up as... I, I'm going to be the framework for a bad film that almost goes and wrecks a beloved actor's career trying to do a holiday slash Christmas film. I have... Like, I'm, I, I'm going to be the framework for a movie like Christmas with the Cranks that basically wrecked Tim Allen's acting career for several uh, years. That movie. He wrecked it himself. Don't get yeah, me started he... on Tim Allen, because he... Tim Allen was never funny. Wasn't he huffing paint at one point? Yes. Are we talking about it. in television and movies, or are we talking about stand-up? Okay, Toy Story is the only thing he was funny in. He was never funny. He was never good at acting. He was just in that trend of deadbeat, divorcee dads who are, like, kind of dicks, but we're supposed to root for them. Well, yeah, he, he was, was one of, very was much... One they, it was during that period of time where they were going and picking up comedians that had, you know, that dark edge about them and tried going and making them into relatable characters. It's, it's the Bob Saget story. If you ever watch Bob Saget's stand-up, you wonder how the fuck he ended up on Full House. It doesn't make sense. Um, it's like George funny. Carlin doing the voice of the narrator on Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, wait, that happened here, yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Tim Allen was in the Santa Claus, full circle. He yep. is yeah. He's very much a deadbeat dad in the Santa Claus. Yes. Yeah. I have a yeah. question really fast. You know, really, when you... When you think about it, the Santa Claus is actually a pretty depressing story. Oh yeah, no, it's 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 a dark film when you really get down to your it. Your life is getting ruined. You're stuck as Santa Claus until someone kills and you. And that kid is awful. Oh god, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, he's hold on, yeah, he's hold so on. <laughs> John loves children. If John calls the kid a little shit, that is a bad child. Right? No, he just needs to be like embraced and then patted on the back and then shown the right Sorry, way. Sorry, just realized that for some reason you guys couldn't hear me. Um, yeah. So, first off, about the Santa Claus. There's actually some conspiracy theories in there. If you... <laughs> I just want to... Tell me more. I need this. Let's hear it. If you read the card, the, you know, the Santa card, um, on the card, yeah. is a, it, yeah. in, in the case of like, replacing Santa, it says either by death or design. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. The 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 the, the conspiracy theory is that Santa chose him to fucking come to be Santa. He was retiring. Mm. I mean, because you because you see the elves sense. from the moment the film started. Yeah. No. It, it... That's an interesting point. I I never mm, considered you, that, TikTok. but it does make at least. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's it at least makes shallow sense. So I'm I'm yeah. willing to go with it. Um, but I was trying to say yeah. before I was I you'll probably hear it on my audio a little bit because I was trying to talk when nobody could hear me. Um, does anybody have a most hated Christmas film? I do. Give it to me. <gasps> I don't know if I should in this environment. I, there might be backlash. Oh, dude, just go for it, because I'm going to drop one bigger than yours. Nightmare Before Christmas. <gasps> backlash, backlash, backlash. I based my <laughs> whole just... personality on Nightmare Before Christmas, and how dare you? I just... I never liked John? it. Hmm. Me it's too. Tim Burton. I don't like that Tim film. Burton only has one style. And it's a great style. And only likes one actor. He's a great actor. Jo Johnny Depp. Well, he likes I... two. He also likes Helena Bonham Carter. Johnny Depp's not in Nightmare Before Christmas. Daniel well, Elfman that... is the only composer he ever uses. Well, and I'm, I'm going to actually make a point here. I know these were characters <laughs> created by Tim Burton, but Henry Selleck is the guy that directed mm -hmm. this one. Mm -hmm. If you I... watch the movies that made us Holiday Edition, there's an episode on Elf, which is wonderful, and there's an episode on Nightmare Before Christmas, which is very cool mm -hmm. for... Infotainment. But yeah, um, I, I really I, actually need to go and watch but yeah, that. John. It's very good. It's. I agree with you. Um. 
Thank you. I don't. I've never yeah. enjoyed that film. Yeah. It's a movie you can watch it in Halloween, and if you miss it, you can watch it in Christmas. It can't be both. <laughs> Easy game. John, John is that kind of guy that's like, I like peanut butter. I like chocolate. Keep them the fuck away from each other. John, what's this? What's this? There's magic in the air. <laughs> I love that movie. Ugh. I don't really like the Polar Express. Amy, did you I... talk about uh, seeing the Elf uh, musical? <gasps> ah! Tyler oh. and I saw the Elf musical last year. We were out at a restaurant and we saw a poster. I'm like, you want to see that? He's like, sure. They had one more uh, showing and they had really good seats. So we got them. And we went and we nice. saw Elf musical and it was mostly families and children, but that's okay. Also, we dressed it up. It was. I wore a vest. or No, I wore a dress and Tyler wore a little vest and a tie. Oh, he wore his vest and tie? The one I've seen every single special holiday uh, in the past 10 years? His, uh, uh, no, even then, I had I had some friends say they saw me there. So it was like, literally, yeah, it was like kids, family, but it was also people our age that were like there just well, watching you stick it. stick out too. <laughs> I do yeah. stick out. But the that- fact <laughs> is it was people that are my age that were there to go see it. I, I don't okay. have kids. Super cute. They did like ice skating scene. They added some scenes. They like fleshed out their date a lot. They fleshed out the girl character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I really liked it. Um, it was hilarious. It was also funny too because I'm not Canadian and it was in Canada, and they had all these jokes like Santa was ripping. You know, you could tell he was just improving a little bit. And he's like, oh, "Oh, this is colder than a moose knuckle in Regina in 30 degrees Celsius on the poutinery. (laughs) You're just saying things. (laughs) (laughs) No one calls it a poutinery. Oh, did everybody get their Timmy's before coming to the theater? (laughs) Like, there was a lot of very specific Canada humor that I don't think I got all of it. It's very specific Saskatchewan humor. It was I, also um, that's the that's the beauty of live theater. You go there because they do that. That's just live theater. Like the it's, genie at Aladdin always would um, at Disneyland would always comment on current events. It was really good. Mm-hmm. He was just a funny guy. Yeah. No. I I gotta say this this to me I find rather funny that you go and bring that up because I would not have expected to go and see that, but it makes a lot more sense. Cause I saw the elf musical in 2014 Macy's did this big thing near any of their pilot stores where they were going and, uh, basically financing this touring group to go and do a whole bunch of these around the country. Uh-huh. And I thought it was very interesting that there was so much, um, Seattle commentary that mm. was being made throughout the course of it. Mm-hmm. Now, I will say most of it wasn't from Santa, but I will say it was interesting to say the least that there was so much of it in there, and I took a lot of notice to it. The fact that you got that in Canada is fascinating. It must be part of the actual stage direction, and I kind of love that. Most of a, a lot of really touring good. shows don't yeah. don't a lot of touring shows specifically like will add local jokes. To make it funny, to make it relatable. It depends on probably, what they are. It depends on the director too. There's just um, a lot of mm-hmm. opportunity for it, and like really good this, dancing too. This show we saw, it's all like local actors and such. So it's like our Persephone Theater. They have their theater troupe. They just picked up the lines and did everything uh, in their way. So it's not like it was. Uh, traveling I, would you call that a traveling show or is it no. just a show uh i guess it's they just do that a with community theater yeah they do that with like also songs too with traveling uh, symphonies either symphony travels or the music and mm-hmm. the conductor travel but the symphony right. is uh of whichever Local. place it is um because we have the video games live it was our our uh, saskatoon uh symphony that was playing the music and it was just the conductor uh, who was, wrote all the music and arranged everything that was like the one who was traveling with oh, question. the show. What was that again? Sorry. Um, uh, video games live. That's what I yeah. thought you were talking about. Because that also had our fireside singers. Yeah. To burn right. it. Yes. Yeah. It has. Uh, yeah. It's like that's how they sometimes do traveling shows. Uh, Instead of the idea of like being, I guess you could have that too. Is you could be in a troupe that travels from theater to theater. 
like That's a circus. It's so hard though. Blocking is so specific to a theater. Like some theaters can accommodate certain things, some can't. Especially like those set pieces. They having big set pieces just helps so much. Also, like if you Hamilton's super accessible on Disney Plus, and it's hard to imagine it without that very cool rotating stage piece. Um, Elphaba and Defying Gravity on Broadway, she has this raising pillar. It's hard to imagine it without that. And I'm sure they do it, but there's just, when you have, like, the original Broadway show has some iconic moments that are linked very closely to the mechanics of the set design, it's hard to break up that beautiful marriage. I, I will go and say, I, I know what you're talking about there, just having watched, um, bootleg videos of the original performances and then having seen it in Seattle it was still a good show don't get me wrong but you could definitely tell there is a huge difference between uh, the 5th Avenue Theater and it's small stage versus one of the big studio stages that you're going to have in New York Yeah, that effect was still good but it was like the Tony Awards uh it was basically the same as what they did at the Tony Awards the same year that they had premiered, uh, where they went and redid that whole her, but they redid that number uh, on stage, and it still looks good, but it is nowhere near as impressive as what a purpose-built stage was. Mm-hmm. You're just never gonna get that. Now, uh, not to go and pull us away from this, but uh, shall I go and light the world on fire? Give it to us. Yes, do it. Okay. So, my top three worst Christmas movies. Okay, though, yeah. Yeah, though I will make a point. There is one that is worse than any one of these. Then put but, it on the list. yeah, I I can't because I don't recognize it as a film is the issue. <laughs> uh. So, uh, yeah. Uh, in uh, order, number three uh, is going to be... Oh, fuck, now the names escaped me. Um, Jingle deck, No, no, no. <laughs> I deck like that. Yes, Deck the Halls is my number three. Thank you. It's like <laughs> uh, Danny DeVito, Matthew Broderick. Thank you, Deck the Halls. Uh, so, third worst Christmas movie, Deck the Halls. Number two, Fred Claus. Remember when Vince Vaughn oh. was still a viable <laughs> was still a viable actor? Remember when Paul Giamatti was still respected? Yeah, this one killed them. <laughs> I remember that one. He was like a repo oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And my least favorite, because I should just call him least favorite. It's not the worst. But the movie that I personally cannot, I, I just can't do it. I cannot do it anymore. I saw it too many times, and it did not hold up well for me. And everybody wants to kill me when I say I refuse to watch it every year. It's a Christmas story. I don't blame you. I know. I don't like that one either. I, it's not a bad film. Like, I feel really weird saying this because it is not a bad movie. It is just meh. so underwhelming. It's so meh. That, that's just it. It's like, I do not understand the hype and the fanfare behind it. I don't understand why TBS goes and runs 24 hours of it every single year. The one... I don't know why people go and hold it up in such high esteem and why I can't go and walk. Uh, granted, I don't go to malls hardly anymore, uh, but I can't go and walk by an FYE without seeing like 30 leg lamps up in the window. So clearly they're selling still. By the way, you'll Hi. shoot your eye out. I got the dentist I worked for a pink funny pajama. <laughs> That's his favorite Christmas movie. It made me really happy. It was a good secret Santa. <laughs> yeah. I'll, um, I'll go and say that, very, that is rather delightful. It's a very slice of life one so mm-hmm. it's just a wacky kind of weird family slice of life christmas movie mm-hmm. um and i can understand it like again you you watch any movie 50 times uh you're gonna you're gonna get full of it like again i'm gonna say my favorite the one christmas movie i always go back to is the grinch i've oh, yeah. seen it a bunch um i could not watch it for many years because it's i've seen it so many times that it is just are you talking about the there. Jim Carrey Grinch? Because you just said you love that movie. I just I like that movie. Yes. Yeah. No. That that that's okay. just it. Could you? No. But I mean that's, that's kind of the point, though, Tyler. 
Because I feel the same way about that one. I feel that way about Muppet Christmas Carol. I can watch those every year and not have a problem with it. Tyler. For some reason, I have watched A Christmas Story maybe five times. So it's not even something I've seen a ton. But I've watched it like five times. And And the first time was okay. The next time was just like, what is this? Like, this is just actually a depressing movie. Depressing? Yeah. Is it depressing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's more yeah, depressing the... movies. Oh, there's definitely more depressing movies. I mean, the one I refuse to recognize as a film is The Nutcracker in 3D. I mean, there is a truly <laughs> oh. worst Christmas movie ever. Nutcracker in 3D. Hmm. Is that the, like, is that, like, that's not the Four Realms one. No, no, no. That was, uh... Uh, Nutcracker in the Four Realms, the Disney one from like 2017. No, the Nutcracker no. in 3D. Hold on, let me let me go and pull up the cast of this movie, and just tell me when that did that it come out? Old. Yeah, 2010. When did that come out? 2010. But okay. it looks like it's from 2003. It really does look bad. The CG is terrible. The 3D looked hellacious. Ooh, hellacious. Yeah, is it not just a crash gra- cash grab? Basically? Ho, 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 no, no. <laughs> that that's the thing that's really upsetting about this one, is that there was clearly a lot of effort that was put into this thing. It doesn't make any sense as to what the hell happened here. Like, uh, John Turturro, Nathan Lane, Ellie Fanning. No, oh. yeah, there was. There was so much that went into this. It was a $90 million movie. Huh. This, is, this was in an era on where going and spending $100 million was reserved for the biggest of summer blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Like, this thing cost a fortune to go and make. And it's got Nazi symbolism with the rats. There's people <laughs> dying. Mm-hmm. It's got Nathan Lane as Albert Einstein. Why is Albert Einstein in the Nutcracker? The fuck if I know! (laughs) (laughs) At least it's Nathan Lane. It's not even a movie. It's just... Oh, God. And it's Nathan Lane's worst performance. I've never never looked that into it. But I have heard that after he signed on to this film, there were a bunch of rewrites. And when he first got on set and read the rewritten script... And found out that he was playing Albert fucking Einstein. He just decided in that moment that he was going to be drunk during production the entire way through. (laughs) And honestly, I believe it. I've seen that film exactly once. In the theater. All the way through? That sounds like it's a movie we just gotta watch out of pure uh, morbid curiosity. Yeah, I'm pretty curious now. Like, saying you hate it this much... Nothing could make me want to watch it more. If you recommended yeah. it, I would not want to watch it as much as I do now. Well, I, I'd go, oh yeah, I'll watch it eventually. And then what, like, I will yeah. say, what I will say about this film, if oh, wait, you sorry. are going to watch this, do not expect this to go and be a so bad, it's good moment. Acknowledge the fact that you are going to be unhappy with the fact that you watched it. Have a watch it good... Cry. Well, I don't know if I'd go that far. Because that could Let's really fuck you up, I think. This is one Let's of those things where you go and have a good glass of wine, you go and have a whole bunch of finger foods, and you watch it with somebody that you can go and excoriate the film with. Oh, man, that's the perfect high that, movie. You just that's, the kind, that's the kind of thing you need right there. This is a lot like Human Centipede, where you're expecting at least a decent payoff with something, and you just get to the end of the film and it's just like, what? And that Why? Was um, what's the drinking game for the Nutcracker 3D? Um, whenever you Get see an drunk. actor you recognize, take a drink. Okay. <laughs> there needs when, to be at least no. two rules. Yeah, whenever you go and see an... swastika. <laughs> well, no, no, we won't go that far. No, whenever you go and see Nazi symbolism that just feels extremely forced and out of place, take a drink. And whenever you see the fucking Nutcracker, take a drink. Oh, no. And I mean, don't go and take a drink out of a glass. Take the whole bottle. Tyler, the I know whole what bottle. we're doing during our two-week quarantine. No. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, if you guys do One it, 
please cast it. I need to watch your guys' reaction. Like, I don't want to watch the movie with you. I just want to watch you two <laughs> just watching a this movie. video of them watching it. Yeah, exactly. Now, <laughs> one Christmas movie which is fantastic, I think everyone here should watch, is Krampus. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That, that's that's another one for me. That. I'm so that's glad. a good one. I am so glad that that's finally getting a cult following. I know there was a lot of people that were soured on it when it first came out in the theaters. I mean, you can understand why a horror Christmas movie. I mean, well, kind there's of. There's also and... sleigh bells. Yeah. What is it? Uh, Santa Sleigh. Night, Deadly Santa Night. Sleigh. Yeah, Santa Sleigh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, Black Christmas. There's good Christmas horror movies. Well, the good original Canadian Black Christmas. Films. Let's not. Yeah. What are goths supposed to watch on Christmas, John? Nightmare Before Christmas. You hated that movie. John. They would watch Nightmare Before Christmas, though. They go to their Hot Topic, get their Jack Skeleton sweater, go back to our We all have at least one goth friend that would would give us that answer. We know this. I would wear a Nightmare Before Christmas sweater. I mean, I'm not going to pretend I don't have a Nightmare Before Christmas ugly Christmas sweater. I'm I'm just not even going to pretend I don't. I'm a little bit emo at heart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Must be emo. Emo. I don't jump around when I go to shows. So, well, uh, I respect you, John, for trying to divert the conversation to positive Christmas <laughs> movies, but I think we should conclude on Nutcracker. Yeah. TV. Yeah. No. Okay, that's, that sounds that, good. That is the perfect thing to end on. Yeah. It's Die Hard. Just it, like that movie. Die Hard. Recover. Batman yeah, Returns. Yeah, I was going to say, Die Hard, Batman Returns. I mean, clearly those are the best Christmas movies ever made. Best Christmas Definitely. movies. The best Christmas movies ever made. That's the positive note we leave on. John, sign John. us out for what is unfortunately our last podcast of the year. But we might come back next year. There's no might. We are coming back next year. I just put a lot of money down on something that's going to be unleashed in January. So, is no. Is it t-shirt cannons? Yes. Yes. No. Double double no barrel cannons. t-shirt cannons. T-shirt cannons. No, it's not t-shirt cannons. Is we it? need to go and finish the merch line. I'm talking with somebody. T-shirt cannons. There will be t-shirts. Is it I Patty? may make a spud gun we can shoot them out of, possibly. You're well, just talking you with Patty, aren't just, you? Just let me be the cannon. I'll just throw them really hard at people. Yeah, John just goes and runs up into the stands and just goes and throws it in somebody's face. <laughs> just, just give me two barrels and I'll just start throwing them in different directions. Well, anyway, thank you for joining us for this fun little Christmas distraction and just for listening to us rant about things. Always a pleasure. Um, don't forget to check us out. We do have a Twitter account. We do have a Gmail. Please send us emails, Gmails at... Soccer Rangers at no, no, no. Soccer Rangers podcast. Soccer Rangers podcast at gmail.com. I Please hate send the fact that Tyler emails. is the only other one that I gets get this right. right. No <laughs> Why? Because I, I remember know. things all the time. I, to- like, I totally got so, it. Please send us. Please send us an email about your favorite T-shirt cannon. T-shirt cannon and or Christmas movie and please inform and tell me if you think I'm wrong about Nightmare Before Christmas. I can take it. Also, when and, did they stop believing in Santa Claus? Or they, yes, yes, when did you stop believing in Santa Claus? And you can check out our other podcasts on Spotify. You can check us out on pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. I think we exist on YouTube in some way, shape, or form. We, we do have a YouTube. We we have a YouTube account. We post some stuff. There actually will be some posts. Um, I've I'm finishing up uh, some of the stuff from Digikumo. Uh, just going and uh, cleaning up some stuff. So that'll be up. Uh, I believe actually I'm probably gonna put it up on Christmas Day. Cool. Uh, Cause I uh, we've had a few people. I won't say who, but we we've had a few. Um, people that can't be with their families in previous years, and I suspect that'll probably be going on this year, that have commented on how one of their favorite things just to go and do to go and get... to to feel a sense of community is to actually watch the cosplay chess videos that we record and put up from SakuraCon. Oh, that's cool. So, I actually have heard from more than one person that that is something that they just do 
on certain holidays when they can't be with people, birthdays, Christmas, New Year's, that kind of stuff. So slowly um, getting those views at so, least once a year. I, hey, that it, shit added up. I, I, I was going to say Tyler's going to well. Look at the watch totals on there. You know, I put that up more for the cosplay chess people and I'm shocked on how many people that are just out there watch them. Yeah. It's not anything huge. I'm not saying we're big. We're definitely not, but it makes we're me big. feel good that we have something that people enjoy. And it's something that we're part of. Because right, I love that. Rob, it's time to make like Hans Gruber and fall back from that. Alright. No! Everyone, have a safe and merry Christmas. Bye. 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 Happy Bye. fucking New Year! And happy Tanaka! Oh fuck, I don't know if I recorded that or not.